My family has always been aware of the passion for soccer, even though we weren't players ourselves. But my uncle Andy thought we should investigate the possibility of bringing a professional team here to St. Louis. Well, it turned out to be a great idea with a great partner. And here we are with the 28th team in Major League Soccer. As a family, we are committed to making St. Louis a thriving region with recognition on both the national and international stage. And what could be more internationally recognized than the sport of soccer? So we are local multi-generational families with very successful businesses located right here in the region. And this would not be possible without the support from the entire community. When we asked for support from everyone in the region, boy, did we get it. The momentum is building fast and we are setting MLS records right and left, proving that St. Louis really truly is a soccer town. So let's begin today by telling you who we are. We are St. Louis City. We represent the spirit of a new St. Louis. We are open and inclusive, something very important to the entire ownership group. We are not shy to show style and swagger and we are believers in what can be, not always what has been. So what's behind our name? Our club represents the union of us all in totality. We are every street, neighborhood, and community in the region standing up for one another. We are the collective spirit of generations old and young, doers and makers, always looking forward together. We are America's soccer capital, and we, and, and we tenaciously embrace our future. This is our club, this is our spirit, this is our city. Our strategy is simple. We want to be the spirit of a new St. Louis. Our club has established five pillars to be used as our guiding principles. St. Louis City SC is tenacious, progressive, optimistic, ambitious, all with a side of swagger. We chose these five pillars because we won't back up or back down regardless of the challenge. Innovation is what drives our city and our club forward. We are optimistic because we support and believe in one another and success. We expect to excel and we won't relent until we do that, I can promise you. And yes, we are confident, but without conceit. So this next one is one of my favorite slides. I love using the phrases to describe who we are because it fits our mission of having a great product both on and off the field. This club wants to be open to all and not exclusive. We're going to be authentic and real, not glossy or staged. We will always, always be moving forward and not focusing on the past. We want to be a part of every neighborhood and not limited to city limits. Most importantly, we want to be a new spirit of St. Louis. So moving on to our crest, a diverse group of local designers created the crest based upon a common theme discovered through the focus groups and discussions with various community members. There is a deep rooted sense of unity and pride across the region in the St. Louis city flag. The crest is an abstract, abstract depiction of the gateway arch as it connects the horizontal lines representing the Mississippi and Missouri rivers, evoking the city's dynamic nature. Our color palette is inspired from the St. Louis flag, showcasing the unity and pride in our region. 
St. Louis City SC celebrates St. Louis's rich history as America's first soccer capital, but also embraces the future as we look to be part of the region's continued growth, optimism, and success. So as you can see, the top of the crest follows that beautiful gateway arch. The two rivers are represented by the horizontal lines that define our region. And the abstract representation of the iconic landmark is used to create movement and a connection to the rivers from the city flag. So thank you once again for joining us today. Now, before I turn it over to our chief sporting officer, I want to say a few words about Lutz Van Enschdeel. During my first conversation with Lutz, I knew he was gonna be perfect for this ownership, this club, and this city. Lutz's professional resume speaks for itself, including many titles, honors, and, and distinctions. And of course, all of these are important. But what I found so amazing was how his vision and his values aligned so perfectly with the City SC ownership group. We are very fortunate to have Lutz on board, both for the club and the city. So with that, I'm gonna turn the program over to Lutz. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I just want to start with a few words. How I see uh, the whole, the whole, the whole club, the whole situation. I mean, um, uh, first I want to say that we will take a few questions uh, by the end of uh, what we have said, and you can send it directly to Sam Kostner. So we are more than happy to to answer any of your questions. Uh, for me, uh, St. Louis City SC is one of the most exciting projects actually in the world of soccer. Uh, simply because to build a club from scratch in a city with such a big soccer history, but also soccer culture is without any doubt a massive challenge. And I really, really liked that from the start. I also really like the vision of the ownership uh, uh, because it's community driven and very innovative that caught my eye from the start. So uh, trust me, for me, it was not uh, an easy decision to leave the Bundesliga, one of the biggest leagues in the world and come to America, but I see it as a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to build something really special. Um, on the picture right next to me, uh, you see Bernard Peters. I want to actually uh, introduce him to you as well. He's our Youth Academy Development Consultant. Uh, Bernard is one of the world-leading experts when it comes to youth development. Uh, we worked together in Hoffenheim for many, many years, where we built an absolute standout academy to be considered one of the top notch academies in Europe. Afterwards, Bernard was sports director in Hamburg as well in Germany. And if you check him out, uh, his track record really speaks uh, for itself. So what is our big goal? And I think uh, you can see it very, very good on this slide. Uh, we want to uh, create the best academy and development system in North America. I think you have to have big goals and really uh, think big to achieve uh, your goals and that is what we want to want to stand for. Um, as you see, on we want to reach out and include the community. So it all is community driven. That starts with having a really strong relationship within the community and all of you. Uh, we want to work with you hand in hand. And I am 100% convinced that only with a strong community behind us, we can be successful. When it says following our soccer identity and core values, I think the ownership has done a great job saying already uh, before I was talking uh, who we are, what we want to stand for, how we want to be seen. And of course, uh, when I'm talking about on and off field success, I, I want to explain that a bit. Of course, uh, we want to win games, we want to win titles, but the holistic approach in player development is just as important as silverware. 
We do not want to develop great athletes, only great athletes, but also educated, well-rounded people. I mean, that must be uh, one of our main targets. That's what we consider as off-field success. And having said all of that, um, being seen as a development club, being really focused on young, talented, homegrown players, that should not really compromise our ability to have a good MLS team on the field, which plays some exciting football in that beautiful stadium. So I think that is something which, which goes hand in hand. We also want to have a really good, strong MLS team. So when we talk about uh, our, our development, I mean, it's a program really built for everybody. Um, there is uh, three pillars of community development we want to explain a bit more in detail. I mean, coach to coaches is to really yeah, in, increase the level of coaching, develop the best coaches here in the region by, by hosting lots of local workshops and ways to, to, to get involved and, and, and to improve yourselves, but also to improve the whole, the whole level of coaching. Grassroots training, I mean, uh, keeping talented players in St. Louis, in the St. Louis area where they can stay with the family environment and play with their friends. Uh, there, I will go a little bit later into the explanation why at the younger age, we still want to keep them in their community, in their region. And branded identity, well, that just uh, it gives us the opportunity to really be present everywhere in our surrounding. So if you're looking at the program, I mean, the most important thing is we would love to work with all the clubs, schools and teams across the St. Louis region. I think this is something uh, what already was mentioned a few times now. We are community driven. This is why this club actually exists. Uh, everybody's welcome. Everybody can be part of it. And if you're looking at the, at the regions, all the different counties around the city, that's how we see our direct local region. The community part that's in the pyramid, also with lots of players, will be the community part and the top of the iceberg that will be the best players who then will be selected to represent our academy. So that slide shows our, well, the pyramid, how our, our academy or our whole system will be built up. So first, I want to explain and give you a definition of what a satellite center or a satellite location is. These are neutral locations to send our coaches into various communities to train kids from that particular community, but also coach the coaches from that area. And very important, satellite centers are not clubs. So it is still the clubs in that region. We do not take over any clubs outside our clubs. So we will be there, just really work together with you within that. So all the kids of St. Louis, they should be accessible to play soccer. They should be have, have fun playing soccer. And uh, even if they don't really make it to the final, final step into the academy, it still should be something they really enjoy. Coaching development, grassroots training, like that's when we really get the kids out going there in very early ages to, to develop children on and off the pitch. And uh, I think this is one of the most important messages. All children of St. Louis must be able to play soccer. No matter what origin, religion, social background, wherever they're from, they are welcome to really enjoy that beautiful game. And of course, the most talented players, if they do manage to get into the, into the MLS team, then they will represent not just the club, but also the city in one of the most ambitious leagues in the world, which is the MLS. 
So this uh, slide I would uh, describe is that our our professional pathway, uh, you know. So obviously the community. This is where we start everything that should fit in our academy uh, system, which I will explain a, a little bit more in a while. And that again feeds into the professional team, but it does not stop here. I think we have also as a goal that we want our players to have a very big goal and playing in Europe at the highest level possible. This is something we really want to encourage our players to achieve that. And of course, also to play for the country for the US national team. I think it would be a big honor actually, if some of our players could make that step. So we're not trying to block it and necessarily really just think it's the ultimate goal to play for our club. If they can make that next step to Europe, I think that will be the, well, that's what everybody actually dreams of. Uh, I'll give you a quick, quickly, because we see it at the, at the slides. 2021, that is when we want to introduce our under 16 and our under 17 team. In 2022, the development squad on top, plus the under 14, under 15 will come. And in 2023, the MLS Pro team will kick off. So I just want to sum up a few things once uh, you're looking at that slide. I mean, uh, you know, we want to give kids the opportunity to experience soccer and develop a passion. Passion and love of the game, I think this is really, especially in the community area, in the young age, it's the most important part. We want to make soccer accessible as possible. Everybody should be able to play regardless where it's from. There will be no more pay to play in our area. Our soccer education for both players and coaches will be completely free. We want to implement programs to increase the level of coaching. So coach the coaches, we mentioned it before. And not just soccer, but also at grassroots level, we want to emphasize small-sided games with different balls, coordination to get kids moving. There I also will go a little bit more details in, a, in another slide. And very important, as he is number three, we want to create good character and leaders. Leadership to not just think what's happening on the field, but also how our, our players behave outside the field, how they carry themselves is a very important part. The trial system, how do we select our players? I think that's a question that was asked quite a lot in, in recent weeks. Um, how do we find our academy players? I think most important, we need a very well-structured scouting and trial system. Uh, on top, the trial by invitation through our own scouting. I mean, since I'm here, we really watched a lot of games, uh, academy games, high school games. Uh, we watched lots of universities training uh, because there was no games, but uh, we really had our eyes out there. And through our own scouting, we have already now a big list of players, which will be introduced in that under 16 and under 17 search uh, in the new year. The trial by recommendation is something I really want to address to you directly. You know, we need a recommendation from coaches and from the community. We want to build that relationship based on trust and good communication. So we want you to be very comfortable to recommend a player to us. So don't be shy. Uh, we are easy to contact, send us a mail. Uh, you know, there is different ways to get hold of us. We can't see every player ourselves. And, uh, you know, we only have a limited resource when it comes to scouting network. But I'm 100% sure what I saw so far, there is still a lot of unpolished diamonds out there. So please let us know if you really think there is guys out there who can make that step. And of course, last but not least, the open trials something which I don't really know from Europe, but it's a very much American thing. And I'm really excited about it to see that where everybody can have a crack, everybody can have a go. 
uh, again, please don't be shy. Uh, tell the kids to come, parents, coaches. Uh, you know, it's it's something. It's a good opportunity to show yourself. Yeah. So our holistic approach, I think, is one of the things uh, which is uh, for me uh, a big difference to many other clubs uh, in the United States, but also all over the world. I am a strong believer that there must be always a plan B. And let's be very realistic and looking at the statistics uh, that only a small percentage of our community and academy players can go professional. If we do a, a brilliant job, 95% will not make it. If we do an average job, 98% will not make it. So I have to ask the question, and I think this is also something the ownership is really, really into, what actually happens to the 95 or 98% who don't make it to become a pro? And the answer is very clear. I mean, it's our responsibility to have a plan B for these players outside pro soccer and help them to get the best possible education, have a career plan, live with our values and become a good person. So this is how I personally see or describe off-field success. That means for me, we want to be transparent, honest, do not want to string players along for a very long time. And as you look into these graphics, there is always a way back. So we always will have, have an eye on, on, on all players which go through our system. One part, of course, are the, the late developers, the late starters, players who grow at a later age. So if you're looking on the left side, we start with the community. There is still a way to go into high schools and into club teams. Once a player achieves to go into the, medic, uh, into the academy teams, he still can go out if things don't really go that well and think about the education with high schools. In a later age, of course, college universities, we have a great relationship to lots of schools where we really can, can, can develop that plan B. And even if you're coming to the under 18, under 23, the development team, which, which represents us in the MLS next, there is still a way to go into a good university. So this is very important that we don't want to uh, give players a wrong idea. Education is really important and there must be a plan B outside professionals. So uh, that's actually one of my favorite graphics when it says learn playing by playing. I come back to the grassroots system. And uh, if you're looking on the left side, also in Europe, the smaller kids play seven versus seven. The bigger kids and the adults play 11 against 11. That is the current situation. Some clubs already have changed that. And if looking at the right part, like the future is small-sided games, three versus three, four versus four, five versus five. That really grows up. Why do we want to do that? I mean, there is a few like, like little things, like the players have more touches. They're always involved. There is more communication on the field. Players having fun. There is like, I would call it unleash the fire, laugh the passion. Uh, you know, like uh, develop a passion for the game. And everything I said just now is not just based on soccer, but also on other games and on coordination. So I think it is important to make all kind of movement experiences in early ages. Therefore, we're training with different sizes of balls, changing the sizes of the pitch, also different numbers of goals, different sizes of playing fields. We don't want actually children to specialize too early on football. So there's, we have a polysportive idea to train the coordinative and cognitive skills of the kids in a very joyful and, and, and fun way. 
So we are totally open for that, that they will also play other sports. It's a big part of American culture. And with small-sided games with the children, not just concentrate on the game of soccer too early. We truly believe that that will be the best chance to develop kids if they're not just allowed to play, move and experience or in all kinds of sports. So that experience in early ages are the best foundation for us to build an academy. But it's more important for us to fascinate the children to do sports for the rest of their life. I think that is one of our goals and one of our responsibilities. Whether they make it to be a professional footballer, that is something it's up to us, it's up to them. But it's important that they have to do something else in their life. And sports is always one of the best things you can do. This is how we define success for early ages to bring fun and joy to the children. So that grassroots training we just mentioned, as you see, from the under seven up to the under 13, that is when the players will train in their satellite facilities. So uh, introducing play, fun, group behavior, versatility. Only then, when it becomes the under 14, they will be moved into our academy system, into our facility before we will come out to you, we will coach your coaches, we will work with your coaches, we will work in that different satellite locations in the community with you guys. And the, yeah, so coach the coaches. I think uh, I just want to really uh, like stress on that slide because uh, I think the, the level of coaching is something, uh, you know, in every country you can do so many things. We really want to introduce lots of workshops uh, like starting there at the grassroots level, but also bring it up into the pro level, into the highest level as well. So that in-house coaching workshops, I think is something we really want to focus on. We got lots of feedback from different academies, from uh, Southern Missouri, really from everybody that there is lots of interest in that. So the principle of defensive play, principle of offensive play, speed of action in soccer, that is very expertise on the soccer side. Uh, leadership and coaching a little bit more so I go there into the detail. So on the left side you see expertise soccer. It's nothing else than what I mentioned. Principles of play, laws of the game, how do I analyze a match or a player, how do I write training concepts, how do I make training plans, so everything really focused on the game. In the middle you see the self-skills and I think this is very important if you want to become a good coach. It's the self-reflection. What strengths do I have? What weaknesses do I have? How do I deal with emotions? How do I deal with stress? How can I motivate myself? And on the right side, you see the soft skills. That is just as important as the rest. It has to do everything about communication and interacting with others. So we talk about team meeting. How does a coach speak to the parents? How does he speak to the media at the higher level? How does he actually lead his assistant coaches and his staff? So that leadership and coaching is a very big part of that. And I saw, you know, I saw so many training sessions and games so far at high school level and academy level. There is lots of local coaching talent here, and that is something we really want to work on together with you. Yeah, uh, finally, I would like actually to, to, to share the three key takeaways for today. I hope you all signed up for our newsletter to stay up to date as we really want to continue to build the vision for our club, be present, give you updates. Uh, for more information or questions, please reach out to us on coaching at stlcdsc.com. And we finally are planning to launch a dig digital resource hub as well for players and coaches where you get additional training programs, videos, the way things are explained, more information about the academy. We are working hard on that to get it out to you. So please be on the lookout for that. 
and I know Sam has been collecting questions from you guys. So, uh, yeah, shoot them off. And uh, as I said again, coaching at stlcdsc.com. That's the part where you can get hold of us. And we have a first, before we collect in the questions, we have a, a quick look at a nice video we made for you. The time has finally come for Major League Soccer to expand to St. Louis, Missouri. The satellite program, which we are kicking off today here, is a fantastic way to involve the entire St. Louis community and to shape the future of our club. Moms, dads, coaches, but most importantly, every single one of those young players that aspires to play this game at the highest level, St. Louis City needs you. The St. Louis SC Academy is looking to bring a top-notch academy similar to what I had experienced in Hoffenheim. We believe that a club needs to create its very own and recognizable sporting identity throughout the entire organization. The time has finally come for Major League Soccer to expand to St. Louis, Missouri. The satellite program, which we are kicking off today here, is a fantastic way to involve the entire St. Louis community and to shape the future of our club. Moms, dads, coaches, but most importantly, every single one of those young players that aspires to play this game at the highest level, St. Louis City needs you. The St. Louis SC Academy is looking to bring a top-notch academy similar to what I had experienced in Hoffenheim. We believe that a club needs to create its very own and recognizable sporting identity throughout the entire organization. I mean, the greatest success will be to inspire all of these kids to be lifelong fans, players, whether it's pro or amateur, and um, I think that's a really exciting thing. I'm happy and proud to have a chance of speaking to those who create soccer future in St. Louis. Now they've promised to be the most inclusive club that St. Louis has ever seen. Help us inspire young kids in a joyful, playful, and fun way to play soccer and to be the most authentic ambassadors of our club identity. They need your commitment. They need your belief that St. Louis City in Major League Soccer can produce some of the best players this league, this country has ever seen. For the St. Louis players, the fans, and for our city, this is something that we should be excited about. I hope to see all of you very soon. Good luck. Let's start shaping this identity together. No doubt in my mind, St. Louis City will be one of the top franchises in Major League Soccer history, but more importantly, we will see more St. Louis players achieve their dreams of playing at the highest level and maybe helping the United States win a World Cup. Yeah, so we have a, a few questions. Um, you know, the first question is, at what age will players be expected to specialize in soccer, dropping all other sports? 
Well, it's a tough question, but uh, as we said it before, you saw in that slide with the grassroots training. So from under seven up to under 11, I think it's absolutely fine that players still playing all kind of other sports, get them moving to see what they're really mostly interested in. At the age of under 12, under 13, you slowly will get a feeling what they're really, number one, what they enjoy most, but number two, also what they are their best in. And I think once it comes then to that transition under 13, under 14, that is when you really should focus 100% uh, on one sports. That is how usually it's done in Germany. I mean, you have that ultimate super athletes, of course, which, uh, which, which, which can do two sports at high level a little bit longer. But normally, once we, we call it our academy teams, which is the under, under 14, that is when you definitely should focus on one sports only. Yeah. Next question. Um, does your use model apply for both boys and girls? Yeah, that's actually a very good question. And uh, everything that comes to coach the coaches, everything will comes to the grassroots level. Uh, boys and girls are both welcome. You know that that's great. When it comes to our academy, we now have to start with one project. This is the, the, the boys teams. So from the under, under 14 onwards, we will only focus on the boys. But you know, never say never. So it's, it's definitely possible that also uh, something happens on the girls' sector as well uh, in, in the near future. Uh, but everything when it comes to coach the coaches, coaching education, working out in the community, it's for both boys and girls. With your experience all over the globe, are there specific youth academies you want to model our system after? Well, of course, I, I got lots of impressions, you know, over the last 30 years, and, and I was really lucky enough to work for, for eight years uh, with Hoffenheim, which has, uh, in my opinion, one of the best youth systems all over the world. The number of professional players which are created in that system is unbelievable. That's when you talk about the, the 95% or the 5%, or even a little bit more, which makes it pro. But uh, I got also lots of other impressions. I always was very open. I did my internship, for example, in Barcelona. I, I, I visited lots of other clubs as well. So the way now, uh, uh, for example, the academy at Man City functions is very, very good. The, the way some other German academies like Bayer Leverkusen, uh, like Leipzig, works out really, really well. Of course, Barcelona, I mentioned. So you can pick up so many positive things and, and create your own model. So we definitely not into the copy and paste situation where we say, let's do everything exactly like they do. That work that won't work on a, on a market like America, where there's a different kind of soccer culture. So we will do our own, our own philosophy, our, our own product, but definitely we will have some very good advice and good impressions from my past and also the past, of course, of Bernard Peters. Um, below under 14, do you expect to have youth teams and how will coaches be chosen? Yeah, I, I go back again into the system. So below uh, under 14, we will have no youth teams on our own. So we will have our, our satellite locations, which is like, it's not a club, it's just a neutral locations where we go once or twice a week. And there we will actually the, the coaches, but also the, uh, the players will join up there together and we will work with them in that locations. And from there out, we will build our, our, our own age groups, like starting with the under 14. So the way we will choose the coaches, this is something where I mentioned it before. I really believe there is lots of local talent here, not just in playing, but also in coaching. So we want to have local coaches involved all over. 
I think it's important to 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 also reflect that that Midwestern mentality to have local boys uh, all around. This is very very important. So uh, you know, it's it's not that because I'm German there will be hundred Germans jumping around. We will have a real strong focus on the local coaching community as well, and we will work with the most talented coaches also in the in the workshops. And of course, if we see that play they are they're doing a great job, then uh, we will bring them in. How will current pay-to-play clubs players be evaluated and integrated into Cities Academy? So that's something which uh, actually I was hoping for a question, so I can go a bit deeper into that. Uh, you know, uh, pay-to-play is I'm, I'm, I have no problem with pay-to-play. This is something which is which is part of it. Uh, the, the academies they need to maintain the facilities, they need to pay the coaches. We are fortunate enough and and really privileged that all our education is free of charge we are have no we don't have pay to play so uh, the players we will pick the players we will scout they will get into our academy system and they will be completely free of charge so it is relationships so our relationships building with the high schools but also especially with the youth clubs and with the the academies here is very very important in the end of the day we all have the same goal we want that our players play at the highest level possible and all the com communication we had so far with the big local academies here and with the clubs are very positive. Everybody thinks that way. We are not there to take away players from clubs. We are not there to steal players. No, not at all. We really want to work hand in hand with all the local options and then uh, build together just a very good team. And there's many possible players with local roots uh, in our first team. Um, will the satellite uh, uh, replace club teams? No, not at all. I mean, I, I'm, I just repeat that it's not a satellite club rebuilding, it's a satellite location. So uh, just let me explain that again. Uh, we are just imagine it, we're going, I just give you like a blunt example. We're using a, a, like, like, like a high school field where the players from that region will come and we coach them. They will still stay with their clubs. They still will play their club games. Everything stays the same. We just go in there and work with the players and with the coaches. So uh, there is no satellite club system like lots of other MLS clubs have it, that they go in regions and take over clubs. We don't want that. This is like something which is really important. And I want to I wanna really, I repeat it 10 times. It is not satellite clubs. It still stays the way it is right now. We only there to help you and to work with the players. That's it. So we are there for you. Will you have a club affiliate system for clubs that aren't the immediate St. Louis area? Um, so you mean basically outside outside our region? Yeah, we definitely will also keep our eyes open and will have a scouting system in the neighboring states and, 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 and all over the country. That That's completely normal. But for now, we want to focus, especially with the first two age groups, on the local part. I think this is the club needs to grow the, the, the football culture, the philosophy we want to uh, really want to give the appearance. We need to grow. We need to develop that. And I think that the most important thing that we stay in the start local. So the local flavor is right now the most important part, St. Louis City, the county, 
everything around that circle with the little map we showed before. And then slowly, when we get bigger, then we will we will grow a little bit further when it comes to our scouting regions. But that region here, our homegrown talent, that is our main focus. When will the satellite side sessions start and how will they be picked? Well, they will definitely start in, in, in the new year. I can't give you the exact months yet because I think the COVID situation uh, gives us all a little bit of a headache. How the players will be picked? I mean, we do, uh, as I mentioned before, the trial system is something where, uh, you know, we have open trials, we have recommended trials and we have our own uh, like, like scouting system as well. That's the three ways how we're going to pick players also there. But in the start, it is quite open that the players or the parents who really want their kids to play football and the players who have lots of fun playing football or playing soccer, they're more than welcome to come there. It is like a process. The process needs to grow. And this satellite community system, it is really open for everybody. So uh, this is, again, I, I, I want to I repeat that. It is free of charge. So, uh, you know, everybody who has just the slightest interest of, of playing soccer is welcome there. Uh, there is no more, there is no limit. You don't need to pay anything. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. You, you just can go there, show up, and, and, and we will take care of the sessions. So it should be accessible to anybody out there. Will new players be identified each year or will they move forward between each level? For example, U14, U15. Um, very interesting questions. Also, I can give you a very a good answer to that. Uh, every year they will be renewed. Every year they will be scouted again. And especially in the age group we mentioned, 14, 15, 16, even 17. That is when kids develop in a different direction. Some grow early, some grow late, some uh, are late developers, some have problems in school. There is a thousand points which actually can affect uh, the, 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 well, the, the way of playing in, in a certain year, in a certain time. So we want to always, I believe it, into this typical final system, all our players from that region will be always every year scouted and scouted again. And of course, the best players of the years, they move on, like you said, 14 to 15. But there is always a plan B or a second way to come into this team. And that goes all the way up and all the way down. How many teams and players will you have at each academy age level? Well, we only will have one team. So there will be in U14, U15, U16, U17 is four, plus the development squad. Development squad is everything older than under 17. So let's call it U18 to under 21, under 23, and then the professional team. So we only will have six teams in total. But at the satellite locations, we, again, the fennel will work and work and work again. Uh, second part, how many players will be in each academy age level? We normally will work with age group, uh, with groups of 23, three goalkeepers, eight defenders, eight midfielders and four strikers. With U14 and U15 not starting until 2023, when will the process for those players start? Uh, we are already looking now, but they will actually start in 2022, not 2023. 2023, only the pro team starts. So there is not that long to cover. We are already now also looking at that younger age groups. Uh, so uh, 
don't worry, we, we really have our lists going there. So it is all, uh, I would call it a time frame which is, which is uh, not too far away, but we are already looking at that and that kids will be able to be looked at and trained and really monitored already at the satellite locations. So for all age groups, we are looking out. What teams will compete in the MLS next in 2021? Um, there we will have, again, if COVID allows, only the under 17 will play in the, in the autumn of uh, 2021. There will be the first team who will play MLS next competition. Uh, and then continuously all the other teams are introduced. The system will be that there is an MLS next under 15, MLS next under 17 and also an MLS Next a reserve team, which will be our development squad. The other uh, teams will be more on a regional basis. Nothing there yet. Will City cover financial costs for coaching education, licensing of youth coaching outside the club? Um, well, this is actually exactly the coaching education which you will open for completely for free. When it comes to the, doing the, the licenses at, at US Soccer, uh, that's a different kind of thing. So I think that's the responsibility of, of, of everybody else. But to, to get all that coaching workshops in, that is definitely all completely free of charge. Will the academy team teams train exclusively at the fields uh, off Market Street? Uh, it's a bit too early to say now. I mean, uh, yeah, it, lots of things are planned, but you know, we're starting off now at uh, in, in the first time that we will be very mobile. We will be in different locations uh, till we have our our complete home, and then we also have to see what age groups will train with. Will there be an initiative to help grow soccer in the diverse communities? Well, a definitely very big, big yes. This is exactly what we're going to look for when we talk about community. That's what we talk about diversity, uh, inclusion. That's when we talk about community work. Exactly that's the region we're aiming for. So yeah, we will really push it very, very hard to be in, in, in all, all communities there, but we are exactly, especially also for tech communities, which did not have the accessibility of soccer in recent years, we will be there. You can trust me on that. We will re really work hard on a long process to be, to be visible, to be present, and really give every kid a shout, a shout and an opportunity. Who will the under 14 to under 17 academy teams play against? Will they play locally or travel to other states and cities? Um, so as I mentioned, U15 and U17 will play MLS Next competitions, which is uh, exclusive for the, the MLS teams. 
So there will be lots of traveling also between the states and the cities. The under 14, under 16 will always stay also called MLS next, but that will be more based on a regional uh, competition. But again, uh, there will be uh, definitely also other states involved. So uh, it will all competitions will be at a very high level. Some competitions will be in a nationwide level. So we definitely will work there very, very uh, much, not just in the regional area, we will be quite busy all over the show. How have you chosen the high school and youth games you've been so far? Well, I think I watched pretty uh, many high school games, but it's not just I am watching. You know, I have a team of around four other people who, who watched literally everyday games uh, all around all around the region. So we, we, we didn't choose them on, on anything particular. Of course, there was a few recommendations as well. But uh, we watched uh, around 100 high school games, uh, which is which I think is quite a lot. Uh, and um, well, some people who actually follow me on Twitter, they just see the games I watched. But uh, my team is watching also a lot of other games. So we watch a lot of other games, also training sessions. And then we have our weekly uh, get-togethers uh, uh, in Zoom meetings where we really compare our lists, where we go through the players, where we analyze players, also coaches. So that's like already a very well-functioning system where we did a lot now in the high schools. That's it? Yeah. No more questions uh, I heard from my left side. So uh, thanks a lot for your time. Um, one second. Yeah, and just a last reminder, again, you can reach us on coaching at stlcdsc.com. Any questions, any recommendations, uh, we will be there for you. Stay healthy.